Wait, we have to do the disclaimer. Oh, right. Okay, that's, yeah, this is this is the most important thing. We got two minutes. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Just a quick note before we begin. By listening to this episode of The Jedi Diaries, you are effectively entering into a contractual agreement that uh, says that you will not be offended or scandalized by the multiple mentions of masturbation in this episode. <laughs> okay, let's go. I mean, I don't know. That seems a little aggressive. Podcasts all the time say if they're talking about things that are a little blue or a little um, not vulgar, but, you know, yeah. they'll just say, you know, we're talking about what some people might consider sensitive. Okay. I mean, I don't want to be overly precious. No, no, about no, no, it, no, but, no. I, th- I think that there's a way to talk about it. It's um, like a version of if you have kids and you don't want to, like, have a discussion with them. Yeah. You know, I know that nobody absolutely that's not happening. What? Nobody's listening to the show with their kids. <laughs> Wait a minute. If the Jedi Diaries mm-hmm. is the reason that a parent has to explain to their child <laughs> what masturbation is, I think that's good. I think that's a good but, thing. But I the, think that the, we've yeah, done a service. But that's okay. But that's not your call. Like that's true. That's not your decision to make. That's true. It's basically like if talk of sexuality is for some reason yeah verboten. Yeah. Okay. So listeners, uh, disclaimer this week: if you're listening to this episode. And um, you personally don't want to hear about male masturbation. Maybe you don't want to have to explain it to your kid or a loved one who doesn't know what masturbation is. <laughs> um, you know, maybe skip this episode. Yeah. Is that good? I think so. Jedediah is a man who once was a boy. And he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy now he's reading it again reading it for you maybe you'll recognize yourself too Jedi Diaries the Jedi Diaries that's the name of this podcast and now the song is through do you remember the first day of AP English (laughs) no Uh, Sally what grade nine 12th grade 12th my goodness. So the senior year. This is well, this this well beyond. 1998. Okay. Uh, Sally, our English teacher, wrote yeah. on the whiteboard. Uh, this is the first thing we came into the class. Written on the whiteboard was, what's past is prologue. The quote. I, I don't remember that. That is, what's that from? Uh, it's from a Shakespeare play. Mm. And we came into the class mm-hmm. and she said, I want you to all write about what this means. I thought about that a lot because at the time I remember thinking very deeply about what could this possibly mean? And since then, it's just obvious. I mean, it's obvious. Yeah, and I've wondered... Every, everything that came before now is just what is an introduction to today. And But it's so obvious that I feel like I'm missing a deeper meaning. Yeah, what would you write about that? I mean, I guess just I, kind I of don't... <laughs> illustrate that you have a basic understanding of chronology. Well, no, because I think, you know, when Chris, my friend Chris from college, when mm-hmm. he was graduating, he was a year ahead of me. He was very nervous about leaving college mm-hmm. and kind of going out into the world. And I remember... We had like climbed a statue somewhere near campus. We were sitting on top of this statue and he was freaking out. And I said, Chris, just think of it this way. And then Chris graduated from college, chapter one, Hmm. which I didn't realize it until just now with you saying it. Like that is the embodiment of the past is prologue. That's true. 
Because for a lot of people, college feels like, or when you're in it, college feels like an ending of your life in school yeah. up until that point. And all of a sudden, it's something new that you've never experienced before. And you've yeah. never been responsible for your own direction before. You've always been being told where to go. And you've had a schedule. And you've had sort of built-in friends mm-hmm. from since you were a baby. So it feels like an ending. But if you can reframe it as a beginning yeah. and everything, I mean, the past is prologue. Yeah. Everything, everything that happened up until this point was before the first chapter of the story of your life. That's true. That reminds me of uh, like a Wikipedia page. <laughs> a specific one? or No, there were times anyone. years ago when I was fretting over how little I oh, not, accomplished. Yeah, not, not having one of your own. And you look, no, when you go to somebody's oh. Wikipedia page, the whole first 20 years of their lives are basically summed up in a single sentence. Yeah. You know, like this person was born to these people. They went to college at this place period and then the rest of their lives is however long the entry is and i remember thinking i am still on the first sentence of my wikipedia page oh you know you're, you're not anymore <laughs> i'm in the second sentence <laughs> <laughs> oh that you know that seems like a good time to bring up i think technically you or i tori are not allowed to write our own wikipedia page because we're too close to it no i would never get approved Wait, what are you I was going to suggest that one of our listeners, because you can't, you're supposed to be a certain amount removed right. from the person you're writing an article sure. about. So yeah. if anyone's listening and has a Wikipedia account and wants to write a Wikipedia entry for the Jedi Diaries yeah. and don't tell them we asked you to right. do it, that would be great. Although it would be a real kick in the teeth if it was immediately flagged. It will be immediately flagged. That's because irrelevant. these are not notable people. <laughs> I mean, that is, yeah. I mean, I don't know that I want, do you want a Wikipedia page? I used to want one. Yeah. I think I care about that a little less now, which is hopefully a good thing. Now I just want the blue check mark on Twitter. <laughs> is that what you did a single tweet today? Yeah, my first tweet. <laughs> You're well on your way. And then Tori did a tweet. <laughs> Chapter one. Chapter one. <laughs> you know, speaking of Chris Ruberti. Yeah. He called in and left a voicemail on the tip line. Mm-hmm. Should we? Let's have a listen. Have a listen. Yeah. Hi, Tori. Hi, Jez. I'm calling with a kind of a theory or a question regarding the baths. You, you mentioned that you have to take a bath a lot. I think you're in sixth grade during this diary, and that's a time when boys and girls maybe begin their sexual awakening. And I know for me, it was around the time um, that I discovered masturbation, and I would do that in the shower. I, I didn't take baths. So I wonder, when you wrote down taking a bath, is that a euphemism? Could be something to think about based on the sheer amount of baths that you take and how how much of a big deal it seems to be to you in a diary. Are your baths times when you would masturbate as a burgeoning sexual being? Okay, love you. Love Tori. Love the podcast. It's really, really one of my favorites. Okay. I mean it's not a bad theory. Yeah. What are your uh what are your well, thoughts? I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah. It would make sense right? based on how reticent I am to record salacious details into the diary. It would be a nice little code. Yeah, right. Code. If it was something you wanted to keep track of, but yeah. you, you wanted to be yeah. surreptitious um, about it. Although I do think for anyone who was aware of my actual movements, mm-hmm. easy to crack that code. Yeah. Because if you got a hold of the diary mm-hmm. and you sort of were aware of my goings-ons one day, specifically on the diary and you mm. knew I didn't take a bath <laughs> and I wrote in the diary I did take a bath yeah you would just you'd be that much closer to sort of figuring out my dark secret yeah 
So it doesn't seem like a wise kind of secret code. Mm -hmm. But this makes me think something that would not be visible necessarily to the outside world is whether I was tired or not. Mm. So I think a more likely stand-in for masturbation would have been being tired. I am tired. There was that day a couple weeks ago when I wrote, I am tired three times (laughs) in one entry, which kind of makes more sense (laughs) as code for masturbation. Yeah. And then there was that other entry where I said, I am tired. And then I wrote some stuff and then I wrote, I am still tired, which means I was masturbating as I wrote that entry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put this up in the maybe column. Mm -hmm. I like this theory actually. Mm -hmm. And I want it to be true. I'm pretty sure that baths were baths. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, Chris, thank you for your beautiful theory. It's a good uh, theory. I think if it is true, I think a more likely... What is it even called? I mean, it's not subterfuge, but more likely... I mean, it's code. A more likely, yeah, more likely stand-in for masturbation would be that I was tired. Yeah. Especially in light of the entry where I'm tired three times. It's practically proof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also have been thinking... I mean, I've been pretty tired, regular tired, not a euphemism, this year. Mm-hmm. So have you. Mm-hmm. So have a lot of people. Yeah. It's the dead of winter. Yeah. We've only been getting this window into Little Jed's life right. since January During 2nd. During a very like, grim time of year. Yeah. So like this is the time of year to be tired. Mm-hmm. We can extrapolate sort of if later in the year, if when the days get longer and it gets a little, you know, when summer comes around, if I write about being tired less, mm-hmm. it either means I'm masturbating less. Yeah. Or <laughs> I don't. I think me being tired is maybe just a factor of the season yeah if i'm actually really tired sure uh chris's message this wasn't in 1993 this was actually uh, a few years later there was a period where i was keeping track on my on my calendar <laughs> in my room because i had read somewhere what? like on like the wall calendar you just put a little like hatch mark just up put each, a little like hatch each mark. time yeah and i read somewhere that uh men could only have 2000 <laughs> 2000 orgasms in their lives so i would <laughs> Doing the math, I was like, God, I'm going to hit that number before I'm 30. <laughs> I was very nervous. So you were keeping track? I mean, were you keeping track? I was, Would you look at the calendar and be like, oh, I've already, like, I better, did the calendar it, have an effect? Or you just wanted to know when number 2000 no, was No, no, no. I hit? was keeping track. I mean, it's like calorie counting. Like, yeah. I, I want to make sure I don't ration it out. Right. And I would set a limit and I would invariably blow past that limit. <laughs> Just one, like one calendar, like the box is just, you can't, you can't see the number anymore. (laughs) It looks like a prison wall. (laughs) And my mom found it. (laughs) And she asked what these, what these hash marks were. (laughs) And I panicked. What did you do? And I told her that I was counting the number of pushups I'd done that day. (laughs) And she was like, so you did three push-ups yesterday? (laughs) And you were like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, a noble effort. I'm imagining you just going like, like, yeah, yeah, look. And then you like get down and you do one, a single push-up. And then you stand up and you just like reach your arm out. One little hash mark on that day. (laughs) You know, I don't recall having such a system. Why Why would anyone write down well, all the times that they'd... I mean, the only reason I... Mine was a response to the, what I'd seen in that book. That you Where know, did you see this book? I think I remember reading it in a textbook at your house. Oh, it's my fault. And I do remember. I was reading it. You were watching 
liquid television. Ooh, MTV. You know, like when you get when when something happens and you just have like the the pit in your stomach. Because <laughs> you were like, I'm already halfway there. I must <laughs> <Yeah>. be. <laughs> if I had to, you don't remember the book? No. Do you have any guesses? Well, I think. My mom was a nurse, mm-hmm. and my dad was a social worker, mm-hmm. so it could have been in either one of their libraries. Was it just erroneous, well, or, or think, was it from like a puritanical uh, past no. when people viewed masturbation um, as... Maybe. I think that psychologists have a lot of interesting ideas about human sexuality, uh-huh. and I can imagine it being... Just an outdated... Maybe an outdated idea, or, or kind of even just maybe you'd misinterpreted... Right, what I was reading. Very it could possible. have just been a... like. It once was thought, right. you know, and yeah. you could have just kind of, you were so shocked. It burned into your Honed mind as, as fact. Yeah. Mom or dad, if you have an idea of what book Tori might have gained this quote unquote fact from, <laughs> please call the tip line at 1-802-851-9578 and give us an idea. So Tori can finally learn the truth about how many orgasms a man can have in his life. <laughs> Welcome to the Jedi Diaries. This is week 11, and I am your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Puckett. It's time to read the diary. Perfect. March 13th. Matt is sleeping over. Yay! I am hot. <laughs> Bodhi went crazy with my Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I am hot. Me and Matt have fun. Now is hot a euphemism for <laughs> So, I mean, it's the first mention of being that's, hot. That's true. In the diary. <laughs> so unless you... So, unless I discovered masturbating today, <laughs> which is possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think so. I guess I was hot. It's March 13th. I mean, I suppose the heat was maybe turned up. Sure. Perhaps Matt and I were roughhousing. Mm-hmm. Important enough for me to write down twice, though. Yeah. So if it is a euphemism, I jerked off twice. <laughs> Matt spent the night. Matt spent the night and we had fun. We have... Oh, that's nice. Me and Matt Ooh. have fun. That's nice. Maybe I'm even growing just in the space of the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. Rather than just a mere recording of events, me and Matt had fun. And it's not even like we are having fun. It's just like, here's a declaration. Here's a bit of truth about my relationship with Matt. We We have fun. I always have fun together. Yeah, there's a relationship to that statement through time. Sure. March 14th. I finished a story. I write good. (laughs) I am not tired mom is still in puerto rico today is sunday no skiing today (laughs) okay so this is the first time i've said i'm not tired so if it is a euphemism for masturbating i've decided for some reason today to record that i did not yeah masturbate yeah but what about all the days where i don't mention it one way or the other Mm, that's a good point this does make me think like being as tired as I was was a mystery even to me back then, 25 mm. years ago, because yeah. I decided to record when this incredible tired streak finally is, is ends yeah. in mid-March. I finished a story. I write good. I you think that's good. a joke. Maybe I, not. I wasn't giving that you might, enough credit. Well, I might be giving myself too much credit mm-hmm. because it's possible that that was just me making a comedic error yeah. of some kind. March 15th. Mm-hmm. Mom is coming back on Thursday. Bodie almost died. <laughs> I had another close call. <laughs> he flew into the toilet. Dad wanted him to fly, but I said no, and he did it anyway. <laughs> he did. It, your dad did it anyway. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm really putting the blame squarely on my father. <laughs> I, I remember that too. Really? I, yeah. I, 
for all the things I don't remember. It makes sense. I mean, I remember when the necklace got on Bodhi, and sure. I remember Bodhi flopping around in the toilet <laughs> because my adrenaline was like, they were high stress situations. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the kinds of things that are burned into one's memory, mm-hmm. I assume. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Bodhi, we would take him out of his cage and let him kind of fly in the perimeter of the apartment. And then you sort of put your finger out and hope that he'd land on it. Did you do that for your amusement or because it was good for the. I don't think that we had a lot of. Yeah, I think it was probably just because it was fun. It was fun, you know. Okay. Like, what else is a bird? Yeah. It's the kind of the only way to interact with the bird. Yeah. I read recently that fish get very bored. Fish can be depressed. No. Fish in bowls have shown signs of <laughs> classic signs of depression. Really? Yeah. Like what? I'm moping about. <laughs> wondering what the point is. Gaining gaining weight. <laughs> not, being, not being able to sleep. Yeah. But I wonder if birds in cages... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's very depressing yeah. to be a bird in a cage. Mm-hmm. That's the it's exact be... opposite of a place that you want to be if you're a bird. That's going to be boring. So we gave him his little bit of, you know, in an attempt to alleviate his depression, we would let him fly about. Maybe this only developed after this event, but I would make sure the door to the bathroom was closed. Mm-hmm. This was an apartment all on the same level. Yeah. You know, Bodhi's cage was in the living room and the bathroom was in the kitchen. We're sort of right off of that. Mm-hmm. So Bodhi was sort of just doing a couple of circuits around the... Mm-hmm living room and kind of his trajectory took him straight into the bathroom mm-hmm. which is a much smaller room yeah where he probably kind of like lost Panic, his bearings lost his, and yeah. kind of just nose dove into the toilet oh my god and so i ran into the bathroom and he was in the toilet bowl in the water just sort of like struggling wow and i scooped him out yeah two and a half months and Bodie's almost died twice yeah although probably hyperbole Right. I mean, I don't know that he. Well, maybe this this died. one, if you hadn't rescued him, yeah, he would have drowned. I know the necklace. Maybe you were hyperbolizing a bit. Yeah. March sixteenth. I am fat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember me being fat? I don't remember you being okay. fat. No. <laughs> Bodhi is tired. We are learning about puberty in gym. <laughs> That is dumb. I got a mad magazine. Wow. <laughs> you have a subscription to Mad? No, I probably bought it at the Cumberland Farms okay. or Tomlinson's. I remember a um, a teacher of ours telling me around this time that I look like Alfred E. Newman. Rude. Yeah, it was rude. Who was it? It was Mr. Rich. Mr. Rich. Bad <laughs> <laughs> stepdad. Yeah. I can see why you were hesitant to say. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Rich, in addition to being Matt's stepfather, was also a science teacher. Yeah. He's their biology teacher. Maybe he wasn't aware. I mean, you know, uh, Alfred I mean, E. Newman is, 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 a, is a, like classically yeah. homely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my, I did have a space between my teeth. Uh-huh. Your um, ears stuck out. My ears stuck out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, well, you he know probably what? wasn't yeah, wrong. He was probably not that far off. Mr. Rich, if you'd like to say something to Tori, <laughs> please call into the tip line 1-802-851-9578. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. This entry to me blows the I am tired as code for masturbation theory out of the water. Why? Like, well, because Bodhi is tired. Oh. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot, I guess, we I don't remember about. Maybe you caught Bodhi masturbating. Maybe Bodhi was masturbating. Maybe Bodhi was masturbating. Do birds, is that something birds? Yeah, I'm sure they rub on, on stuff. Mm-hmm. Poor little guy. Yeah. As horny as anyone. (laughs) After his ordeal the day before, it was just like, you know, I could go at any moment. I really got to make the most of it. Yeah. I, you know, my initial thought was that kind of puts a pin in that theory, but maybe not. Yeah. (laughs) So we're learning about puberty in gym. Right. Do Do you remember this? Yeah. I mean, I remember the health teacher and our gym teacher teamed up to teach us about, about puberty. 
boys and girls together. Yeah. Thinking about it now, I think they could have done a better job teaching us about various experiences we were going through or, you know, we're about to go through. It was very, like, clinical. And I think they could have done a better job demystifying certain things, uh, like masturbation. So that you weren't taking facts from, like, out-of-date psychology textbooks and assuming that they were... Right. So, like, someone like me wasn't finding, you know, spurious facts for which I had no context and then, like, freaking out about it. And, you know, maybe this is how they used to teach sex ed and and things have have changed. I don't know. I think this country is historically poor at this sort of thing. It was just the facts. It was the biology. Mm. It was the mechanics of Mm. the reproductive system. Did they mention masturbation? I mean, maybe. I don't I don't I don't know. I I, it wasn't very that seems like it wasn't very progressive. I remember it being kind of just the the nuts and bolts of (laughs) of the reproductive system and like what we could expect to happen to our bodies or what maybe was already happening to our bodies. Chest hair. What else? Pubic hair. All the hair. You know. Bits getting bigger, bits right. getting smaller. Sure, developing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. God, what a what a terrifying time. But, you know, I do think they could have done a much better job normalizing very normal behaviors, you know, or making us well, feel but, okay about... I mean, sort of from a puritanical standpoint, masturbating is not okay. Yeah. And it's, it's also frivolous. It's, it's true. It's not necessary. And I think it, in the minds of the people who are writing these lessons, you know, it was just the facts. And if you're a teacher, you probably want to err on the side of... Sure. Conservatism. Yeah. yeah you know? Yes. Maybe that's the job of the parents. If... If the parents want to make the kids feel okay about certain things. Oh, yeah, you know, I wonder if our parents... Do you think when our teachers, when we were being taught about puberty, maybe our parents got notes from school being like, heads up, we're talking to your kids about bodies. Yeah. You know, be ready for questions. And also, please fill in the gaps where we, like, are not allowed Mm -hmm. to tread. Yeah. Maybe they deserve more credit than we think. I am sensitive to the fact that these are very delicate issues that teachers have to be very sure. careful about yeah i didn't think about that it's not really their place is it to teach us no that's a weird teachers thing. i mean i guess physical education it's about the body and well i wonder if it was uh, kind of mandated like, from a from a government level at some yeah. point presidential fitness presidential right. sex education <laughs> yeah woodrow wilson <laughs> teach our children about puberty gym teachers <laughs> uh anything else about puberty i remember getting roundly mocked because i misidentified i said that men had uterus uteri (laughs) why did you because we had to take a test and we had to like fill out different parts of the body and like which sex had them and 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 i misidentified and i think he announced it or he said tori just (laughs) just so you know god you're really you know really getting shit on by our teachers (laughs) teachers yeah march 17th today is weds I got another incentive stripe in Taekwondo. Wow. Bodhi has been making funny noises. It was windy today. I'm tired, so. <laughs> the question remains. <laughs> They're giving me a lot of incentive stripes in Taekwondo. That's yeah. three in three weeks. I'm starting to think it's a racket. Or maybe you were constantly threatening to quit. <laughs> I don't think that's, I think they would just be like, fine, go. <laughs> Did you earn like a new belt when you got a certain number of incentive stripes or were they just kind of like... Yeah, I think they were in the in-between phases. Yeah. Okay. So it's possible I'm still a white belt and this is on my way to yellow or it's possible that this is on my way to high yellow. Yeah. Um, really concerned with Bodhi's actions mm-hmm. and behavior. Yeah, you're tracking this week Bodhi pretty after closely. The, after the toilet incident. Close call. Making funny noises. I'm, I'm worried about Bodhi. I'm worried about Bodhi too. March 18th. Mom is coming back very late tonight. Okay. I will see her tomorrow. I took a bath. <laughs> Bodhi attacked a napkin. 
<laughs> he is funny. Wow, wow. I've written wow, W-O-W-O-W. Okay. March 18th, for many years, I said was my lucky day. Oh, yeah. why? Based on what happened this year. Based on what happened in, in 1990, this the day I wrote this entry? Yeah. I got, Please elaborate. March 18th, 1993, I started dating my first, my very first girlfriend. Oh my God. Who was it? It was a, it was a girl named Kim. Yeah. Tell me more. Talk more about, about that. Me and Donnie, who we've God, mentioned. Really, Donnie, we gotta. Who we've mentioned a few times. Both had a crush on Kim. Vying for her affection. We're both vying for her affection. There was some deliberating on her part. Uh, <laughs> like The Bachelor. To everyone's utter surprise, she settled on me. Wow. Donnie was outraged. As he should have been. We had a falling out, much like Matt and Donnie did last wow, week. Wow, yeah. Donnie's really, his friendships are being strained <laughs> yeah. this, this March. At the time, it felt like a big deal. I mean, it was. Was it she was, your girlfriend? Yeah. I mean, she she would for the next I'm month or so. I'm not talking about girls at all. They, they don't even appear to be on my radar. She would be my girlfriend. And, um, and you had already, I mean, this didn't just happen out of nowhere. You must have been courting her for... Yeah, I remember I decided like over a weekend or so that I liked her. Mm-hmm. On a Monday, I decided that I was going to ask her out. God, I wish we had your diary. She took a couple days to figure it out, to decide whether she wanted to go out with me or not. Did you both ask her out like at the same time? Um, or he, did he, he see that you asked her out and was like, well, I'm going to ask her out It was too. a situation where he acted as if, you know, this is someone that I've long I like, but, but he had a crush on. But he wasn't doing anything. But he wasn't doing it. anything. But like me asking her out spurred him into action. Sure. Okay. And he Classic acted as tale. if I had betrayed, like it was a great betrayal. Yeah. In his eyes, like I had really betrayed the friendship. <laughs> In my eyes, you were just going for what you wanted. Yeah, just, they weren't dating. Like, well, you yeah. know, what was yeah. the what was the big deal? Tori doesn't care. Yeah, it was a real big to do. Yeah, at the time, it felt like such a big deal that it's funny that you didn't even mention it because, <laughs> well, because in my I'm life, not very outward facing. In my life, it was like everything. Yeah, at that, at that I'm, time, I'm sorry I didn't mention it. I think just because March 18th was when I got my first girlfriend, <laughs> that it became my lucky day. It was like a before the past was prologue. Yeah. That's true, because in college, I dated someone briefly, and I found out her birthday was March 18th. I took, that as a, I took that as a sign. What happened? Oh, we broke up like a month later. <laughs> Do you still consider March 18th to be your lucky day? It registers. Like, on March 18th, I usually think about the fact that there was a point in my life where I considered this a lucky day, but, you know, I don't really pay attention. March 19th. Mom is back. Hooray! <laughs> Tomorrow is Saturday. Josie is sleeping. I am tired. Spook and Toby are back from the pound. All is well. All is well. What all, a lovely... All is well in the house. Quiet ending. Everything yeah. back the way it was. That's lovely. Last week I mentioned Toby and Spook being in the pound. Yeah. Little Jed meant the kennel. They okay. were being boarded while my mom was out of town. And I, you know, when that episode came out, I had a couple of concerned listeners reach out, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of concerned that we, with no fanfare whatsoever, put my pets in the pound. (laughs) So uh, Dennis, Zach, they weren't in the pound. They were just, they were being boarded. I guess I didn't realize that pound and kennel weren't synonymous. Yeah. But I mean, poor Spook and Toby are in the pound. Sounds like they've been- Like you've given up on them. Requisitioned by by the dog dog catcher. catcher. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What a lovely- Lovely yeah. little Josie little sleeping, fairy tale ending. I'm masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> this is another example of me just writing down exactly what's, what's going on around that, me. Yeah, Mom yeah. is back. The the pets are here. Right. Josie's asleep. Mm-hmm. I am tired. Whatever it <laughs> Whatever actually <that> means. means. <laughs> yeah. And that's one more week. Yeah. 
I think, if anything, this whole diary is firmly prologue to my yeah. life. Yeah. But the things that happen in a prologue set up the rest of the story. Right. They may be minor in terms of the overall kind of volume of content, mm-hmm. but it's important because it's sort of setting the scene. Yeah. Uh, you know, Informer, last week's number one Billboard hit, mm-hmm. stays at the top of the charts for like two months. Yeah. I kind of realized the songs that we've been calling the number one song in America so far in this podcast are the are Billboard, the Billboard sure. top 100. Yeah. That's, that's, one, that's, that's one metric. That's merely one measure. It's a very middle of the road. Yeah. I think you could look at any period and look at what is charting on Billboard and say like that that's a bad period for music. <laughs> you know, that's what I when I was looking at all the songs this year, I was like, wow, yeah. ninety three was not a good year. But there, but some, there were other. There were... There's great songs coming out this year. Sure. So I thought maybe going forward, rather than just playing seven seconds from whatever the Billboard number one was, we could play seven seconds from something that was popular that week. Yeah. Just to sort of ground people mm-hmm. in that time. Does that sound good? I love that idea. Okay. Here's. Seven seconds of a song that Little Jed and Little Tori and Little Kim and Little Donnie and all the cast of characters from this diary may have been hearing in the air this week. Jedder Diaries, Jedder Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.